Hello and welcome to the Podcast of the Damned. I'm your host Ian and joining me as always is my co-host Nico. How's how's the throat? The, the throat is a bit tender today. Now, when normally we, when I would ask you that question, some might assume that you're sick or hungover. No, no. What was you doing last night, Nico? I, I was singing um, a, a little-known band called uh, Linkin Park songs <laughs> and uh, doing it properly. Uh, <laughs> fucking hell. I hadn't done it in so long and I was enjoying myself. I was doing nerves. I was doing, what else, Papa Roach. I was oh, doing... Wow. Aye, there was a lot of screaming going on, put it that way. As long as you were enjoying yourself. My favourite one was crawling, but at that point my throat was fucked already and I only got halfway through it. I was like, no, it's why did I do this first? <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time you've gotten your throat fucked in an evening. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> new listeners. Welcome. Uh, <laughs> fucking shocking. <laughs> So, we are a horror podcast, believe it or not, that deep dives into a different topic every single week in our quest to create a leaderboard of the best and worst horror movies of all time. This is episode number 31. Can you believe we're at 31 already? It feels like 100. If, oh, hey. <laughs> but no, like, <laughs> this is the 30th movie we've covered in our 31st episode. It just feels like yesterday we were... All the way back, having that Doctor Sleep argument. What Doctor Sleep argument? I've no idea what you're talking about. Uh, exactly, exactly. So, this is episode number 31, and in today's show, we are covering Slither. Uh, something a little bit different, but before we get into talk about that, Nico, have you watched anything horror-related this week? Uh, I have. I've actually been off. I have had time, but I've been doing other stuff instead. It's just shocking. Mainly COD, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 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 fair enough, fair enough. Uh, I watched the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre yesterday. I forgot it was on Netflix. I yeah. went Netflix through today and saw it. I'm like, ooh. So, so I know what you're watching when we finish this recording. <laughs> uh, no, you don't. I'm watching it after that. Oh, but um, yeah, I watched the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'm not going to say too much about it because I am going to record a mini-sode, a spoiler-free mini-sode for it like I did with Scream. Uh, which I'll release uh, this week as well. Um, so I'm not going to say too much about it. I still have to give it its second rewatch. Um, but right now, I'm kind of on the fence. I need a second watch to decide which side I'm going to come down on. Okay. It didn't blow me away, but I don't think it ult- Like I don't think it really disappointed me. If that makes sense. So it's, I, I definitely need that. I definitely need that second watch to just sort of do my do my to confirm whether I actually like it or not. And I was playing a lot of horror video games this week as well, obviously, on my Twitch channel. We were playing... We completed Resident Evil 7, which I accidentally... I I planned to do that over, like, two or three streams, and I accidentally completed it in one. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we've We've been playing Alien Isolation, which we completed... We've started Outlast 2, and then this week as well, we're going to start Resident Evil Village, so loads and loads of cool horror games on there. Uh, But if you'd like to support this podcast, you can do so on Twitter, at Damned Podcast. 
Uh, we are also on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search for Podcast of the Damned. If you would like to check out my horror streams on Twitch, go to twitch.tv forward slash that underscore Scottish underscore gamer Scottish underscore guy. That's really difficult to say. Um, what, what was that? Could you repeat that? That was twitch.tv forward slash that underscore Scottish underscore gamer underscore guy. That is a mouthful. <laughs> Just for you, baby. Uh, Nico, where can people find you on the socials? I've forgotten again. It's at, at Nico22Ross on Twitter. Hey, I open it daily now. So you, wow, wow. You don't fucking post anything. Fucking, I, it, like, it, it just feels like a secondary Facebook to me. Remember, I'm old. You are old. You are old, oh, Ross. Talking of, last night I got told that uh, when I was doing the screaming down the mic, one of the girls came up to me and went, I can't believe you're old enough to remember these. <laughs> Did you die a little inside? I, I I was like, you know that moment where you're like, thanks for the backhanded compliment, but Jesus, that was really backhanded. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty savage. Yeah. Like, she, she genuinely thought I was... I'm like, what, do you think I'm a millennial? What the fuck is this shit, you know? And then I found out I was a year older than her. <laughs> How dare you uh, slander millennials? Well... For I am one. Uh, th- there's the exceptions that break the rule. Unfortunately, oh, you're not one of them. Oh, look, look at you being Unfortunately, nice. Unfortunately, you're not one of them. Oh, so you giveth with one hand and taketh with the take other. And taketh away. <laughs> right, shall we talk about this movie? Go on then. Right, let's do it. We're talking about Slither. Throughout the years, these classic horror films had one thing in common. (laughs) From Universal Pictures. Comes a film so shocking. Uh, we've got a real problem here. So disgusting. Don't let him in your mouth! It will change the face <laughs> of horror. They're doing things to people, turning them into some kind of monsters. How's everybody's evening? Good? Good. This movie was released in 2006, was directed by James Gunn, stars Nathan Fillion, Elizabeth Banks, and Michael Rooker. The IMDb plot is as follows. A small town is taken over by an alien plague, turning residents into zombies and all forms of mutant monsters. The tagline for this movie, what's gotten into you? A lot with this movie. <laughs> okay, well, I think this, uh, we've got Feed the Fear. Nice. The last one, I, I quite like this one. Slug it out. Oh. <laughs> you know I love a good pun. D- d- fuck me, so that's a <laughs> So, 
Uh, one of the re- is this this is your choice of movie? Yes. Yes, this is one of your choices. Right. So why did you pick Slither? Do you want to know the real reason? I we're talking about re- movies we could see, and I genuinely happened to come across it when I was looking at other ones because it was in the you know the the bit where it's like recommended, and I'm like, yeah. I I have not seen that in so long, and I remember enjoying it, but I guarantee I'll think it's shit now. You know what I mean? Oh, oh, and oh, oh, actually, before I ask this next question, because once again I forgot to do it at the start, Nico, where do you think Slither's going to come on the leaderboard? I don't think it's going to be high. You think it's going to be pretty low? Do you think, like, maybe bottom 10? Uh, I don't know. I think it'll probably be, like, bottom to mid. So so maybe... This is the 30th movie, so maybe around the sort of 15 to 18... 15 to 20 marker? No, I would say, like, between 10 and 15, basically. So just a... Boom! So, well... Between 10 and 15, so in those places right now, in 10th place is American Psycho, Gremlins is in 11th, Scream's in 12th, Original Child's Play's in 13th, Doctor Sleep's in 14th, and Krampus is in 15th. Okay, I think it'll be below all of them. <laughs> 16th, Event Horizon, The Special in 17th, The Cottage in 18th, Hocus Pocus in 19th, Splinter in 20th. More, I think, oh. sound seems more like in fitting with some of those, doesn't it? Aye, uh, like roundabout hocus pocus territory. So I was right the first time, fifteenth yeah, to twentieth. Yeah, you've wait, got the leaderboard in front of you. I don't. Wait, 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 wait. What was that? Did you just? What did you just say? You've got the leaderboard. In front no, no. Of you. Before that, before that. What did you I say? I was right. Hocus, hocus. Did you say I was right? N- nobody heard that. <laughs> everyone heard that that. everyone heard that okay but that's where we're going with so that would give it a score of around somewhere in the region of a 6.7 to a 6.9 ah yeah that sounds about right i'd say around about yeah so based on all of that my next question is you obviously said that you know you you remember enjoying this movie but you kind of assumed that you might think it's shit now yeah I, I love all the characters in this, like the, the folk that are playing all the characters in this, like Nathan Fillion can do no wrong, that man <laughs> is just sheer genius like he could he could come out and just go hello and walk off and it would still be perfect for me but it's just fucking something in me thought this is going to be shit and I don't know why was that fear confirmed or do you still think this is a good film I think this is the definition of so bad it's good. Oh, because this—that's been a hot topic between me and you as well—is what defines yeah. so bad it's good. Because everyone knows the example that I always give is Troll Two. Yeah. For being so bad it's good, but you just think it's uh, bad. Just, it's just bad. Yeah, it's awful. But there's also, no, there's no entertainment whatsoever. In fairness, we did run a poll on that. And yeah. the majority of people agreed with me that it is so bad it's good. Yeah, that so, is true. Shall once this episode is finished recording, I'll put out a post tomorrow and we'll ask people if this is so bad it's good or if people just think it's good or bad. Yeah, that okay. sounds like a plan. We'll do that tomorrow and we'll we'll report on those results during next week's episode. So um I I was a bit like you. I remember watching this and thinking that remembering this as being quite a decent horror comedy. Um, I don't think 
I'm quite as high as you in general on it right now. Upon a rewatch, I still think I don't think this is a. Do I think this is a bad film? I don't know. This listen, this is the ultimate definition of a B movie, right? Yes. And it absolutely plays on that factors, and I think the fact that it's playing on that, and I think it's very successful at doing that. Yeah. Um. Do but I. Mm. But we'll get into it. We'll obviously get into various aspects of it. You mentioned all the characters there. You know, this has a really, like, fantastic cast Yeah. of people. You, you mentioned Nathan Philly in there. You've got Elizabeth Banks. You've got Michael Rooker, who, you know, Michael Rooker is just great at everything, right? He's brilliant in this. Like, right. he is. He's the best character in this, without a doubt. <laughs> he's, pos- he's the most ugliest character in this i just love the fact his name's grant grant like <laughs> what the fuck oh dear it sounds like my two former employers <laughs> I, but there's two of them this is one cunt you know yeah, what I mean? but michael michael rooker plays that role so well because he's played that role in so many movies now you know you go back to things like and let's not forget michael rooker is actually fantastic in henry portrait of a serial killer yeah um but you know he's you've got things like uh guardians of the galaxy you've got uh, the walking dead he was in the first was it just the first season of that he was in it was the first two was it first two he was you know he was great in that and he does this he just does this character really really well doesn't he this sort of dick but there's always something about him or a couple of decisions that he makes that makes him kind of a lovable dick yeah like it's do you know what this fucking reminds me of this reminds me of if they'd taken the guy from mall rats that he plays and just stick him in a horror movie that's what it feels like <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe he's just playing himself, and that's <laughs> why it comes. Dick. <laughs> that's why it comes so a bit like a bit like you, Nico. <laughs> How dare you! I am not lovable. You're just a dick. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But um, beyond, like, because that's obviously like your three main your three main people in this film. But beyond that, there's, I mean, you've uh, Pam from the Office is in this. Yeah. Um, which of course you know she is you know james gunn's wife um so you know maybe that had something to do with it but um because the office during this time was at like its peak as well so like i'd like going back i remember watching it the first time and i didn't really watch the office like when it first came out and i remember watching it for the first time and being like oh yeah that's her from the office but now like i've gone back from back and watched it and kind of remembered like just how big a deal the office was for her to have this like really small role in this film is kind of something cool and you know they actually because she ended up being like one of the most popular names in this film they actually sent her out to do like the interview circuit for for promoting this film i never knew that yeah yeah like she would go on like all the talk shows and and do all the promo for the film because she was in the office it was huge Uh. so yeah you've also got did you know that Rob Zombie was in this film? Is he not one of the voices? He, you know, when she calls the doctor to see, uh, to, to like, because um, Grant says he phoned the doctor and then she sort of like calls to confirm. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's Rob Zombie on the phone. I, I, I did remember it was someone like that, but I couldn't remember exactly where. 
Um, James, uh, James Gunn does uh, uh, an uncredited cameo in this film. He's one of the teachers, I think, at the beginning. Uh, you've got Lloyd Kaufman, who plays a drunk in this. So, like, this this, this has, like, so many big, big, big cast. I was about to say, that's terrible English. I've lost the ability to speak. But, you know, it, like, the casting, whoever cast this movie did a great job. Oh, yeah. And as you said, Nathan Fillion can do no wrong. Yeah, like, I'm still waiting for season two of Firefly. Listen, you'll be waiting forever. It's not going to happen. I know, but <laughs> a man can dream. Especially now that Joss Whedon is cancelled. This is true, but if somebody else could take it over, that would be lovely. Why don't, why don't, here we go, Nico, here we go, here's an idea. Why don't you make it? I, I don't think I would get the characters on board with me. Because there'd be a lot more fucking swearing for us. <laughs> Firefly season two after dark. <laughs> Firefly season two. Fuck's happening here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so yeah. Um, as I was saying, the casting for this film is ex- excellent. But having said that, just because the casting's excellent, some of the acting's a little questionable. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> again. I think I'm being pretty generous with that, right? A uh, like, what's her name again? The one that becomes the fucking like the big fat thing, Brenda. Brenda, yeah, big her Brenda. I uh, her acting is awful in this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some of the acting from from the main pairing of Fillion and Banks is a little questionable as well. I know, but they're they're playing on fucking what they were always good at. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being the 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 like cheeky side, like funny ones at the time. They they were never the main role. At that yeah, time, you know? they're like they're very much without actually doing it, giving big sort of wink wink energy to the camera, aren't they? Yeah. And I love that. Absolutely love that. Um, yeah, so for me, casting's definitely number one. The other big thing for me in this film, right, because I think the film does kind of, because of the nature of it, kind of hinge on this, is the special effects. Now... Oh, the special effects is fucking brilliant in some places and fucking awful in others. Excellent. You know, I'm like- really, really glad you said that, because I think at times the, the practical effects in this film are excellent. Like, that puppet that they use for Grant when he's fully in his alien form is yeah. brilliant. But some of the CGI on the slugs are horrendous. And James oh, Gunn scene. himself has come out in interviews and said, this scene's fucking awful. Uh, like, the, the CGI is fucking... There's a lot of it that are shite. Like, like when they're deep-throating the slugs as well, the fucking... <laughs> some of that bit's awful. Uh. It's very penetrative, this film. Aye. Well, that's the thing. Right? How do they get away with that, right? I have one fucking problem with this movie, mm-hmm. right? The bit where he covers her mouth and his and they get covered. How did one of the slugs, they go in their ear, up their nose, in their arse, so, other places? So, uh, so, <laughs> so I'm going to, like, quickly, very quickly, I'm going to jump forward to a bad letterboxed reviews, right? Considering yeah. that these alien slugs take possession of the human body by entering through the cavities and not even a single time you make them enter through the ass makes me disappointment makes my disappointment immeasurable and my day ruined. 
I agree with that. I actually wrote that one. Was that like, you? That was, that was I didn't notice it was from a Nico R22. Uh, that's, that's the one, yeah. I don't know where it was written, but I wrote it okay. Because I 100% agree with that. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, no, you're right, though. Some of those scenes and... Some of the some of the sort of cut like the the, the directing is uh, is very questionable in this film. It is like yeah. th- those are they only s- and the thing is right. Didn't the one that in fact Grant not just pierce his chest and go through yeah. his chest, so it doesn't need to go through the holes. But saying that the one that infects Grant's like a dart that's fired into him. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's true. That's true. It's not like the worm. Yeah, that's fair enough. I guess. Um, so right. it's like it's like evolved. It's like alien. It's evolved so, into being a slug thing instead of a sharp harpoon, basically. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fine. You've explained that for me. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> uh, right. So, do you want to know my big problem with this film? The bathtub scene. No, no, no. It is actually the big. My big problem with this film is actually nothing to do with this film. Okay. My big problem with this film: the faculty did it better. Yes, hundred percent agree with that as well. In every every way. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent agree with that as well. <laughs> the faculty, because it's essential. I mean, they're they're same, but they're same but different, aren't they? Um, the faculty, it's I think, of the body snatchers. That's yeah, what this is. The, fa- but the faculty, it's like a I think, takes itself a little bit more seriously, but still has some good funny elements in there. There um, are still some awful CGI in that as well. So. Yeah, but I mean, for the large part, it's it's it's. I think on the whole, it's better. I think it's got again, it's got a great cast. I just think it's done better. So yeah. I can I I'm sitting here and I'm trying to justify. I'm already trying to justify, you know, like my ratings for this movie when we get to that section. And then in my head, I'm going, well, how high a rating can I really give this if I'm if I just think there's a movie out there that's essentially the same or very similar premise like you say it's all based on invasion of the body snatchers they're both sort of horror comedies even though one takes itself a little bit more seriously than the other and the the other one is just better you know what i mean and it does kind of for me be like well why would i then why would i choose to watch slither when i could just watch the faculty see i i I agree with what you say but i think it's because they've went total op- they've taken the same idea, but they went total opposite directions with it. Yeah. So faculties went. We're we're both going to make funny movies with it, but faculty, as you said, goes serious. That I I don't think there's any point in this movie where they're proper serious in it. Like it genuinely, this movie when you're watching, it feels like they're going to burst out laughing at any second. <laughs> That's true. No, you're right. Like it is a good point that you bring up. There is very to- there's tonal differences between the two movies absolutely so i guess if you were maybe looking for something that was a little bit more light-hearted and like we said earlier a little bit more sort of wink wink at the camera then maybe slither's the movie for you i do think that slither is also more sort of gooey and icky than the faculty even though the faculty has it's definitely got its moments i think the slither sort of amps that up a little bit yeah like i i genuinely like I, I like the faculty and I like this. The way that they, they get infected is very similar. It crawls into the offices, takes over their brain, yeah, yeah, the, the usual vision of the body snatchers thing. Mm-hmm. So the the way that this one's done, though, like, honestly, that whole orifice thing, I just can't get over how it's... There's so many stupid bits in it where 
if you were this monster, you could be in them within seconds and yeah. they, they change it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it just feels, it feels like it's the dumb version of the faculty, if that makes sense. Yeah, I guess so. And maybe if you were looking for a movie that just takes less brain power to watch. Oh, no, I don't mean the movie itself. I just mean the monster itself. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. But I just, I'm, I'm meaning in general. You know, this oh, is yeah. uh, this is very much just a sort of... I don't want to say dumbed down, because that feels... Switch your brain off and fucking Yeah, like, this is this is more of a popcorn flick. Yes. Than, than the faculty is. This, this is a Netflix special, you know what I mean? This is... This is... <laughs> this is you, you don't mind having it on, and you don't mind not seeing the end. I feel... <laughs> yeah, this is a movie that if you put on when you go to bed and you fall asleep halfway through, you're not that upset that you fall asleep halfway through it. Netflix and chill means something else in your house, does it? <laughs> oh, I don't th- do you want to Netflix and chill to slither? You're not really... Pay- are you paying attention to the fucking... I feel so sorry for your missus if you're paying attention to the movie. No, but like, you, you know, killing. sometimes, like, we've all been there and the th- whatever's on in the background does kind of distract you a little bit. You need to find something that's <laughs> just... No. Yeah, just no, 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 no. No, no, no. So, I remember, right? Here we go, story time. Me and one of my exes, right? Obviously, I used back in the day when I still used to live with my parents. We would obviously like thin. We had a house with thin walls, so when we were doing the deed, You'd we needed to have up. something on on in the background to to muffle to hide some of the noises, shall we say? Yeah. But we needed it to be like loud enough, but not distracting enough that like, you know, sometimes when something just catches in the corner of your eye and you end up like looking over. See, though, because when I'm doing that, I'm involved. (laughs) I was involved. I was involved. So anyways, do you know what our, you know what our shagging movie was? Please tell it's like Hellraiser or something weird. (laughs) Oh no, I love Hellraiser. That's too distracting. (laughs) It was the remake of Robocop. Fuck off, that is such a shit movie. Exactly, but it's shit and it's loud and there's explosions and things. Did did it not put her off the bit where she grabs the robot cock? Uh, no. (laughs) Uh, no. You don't remember that bit, do you? No. I was busy. I was busy because a movie didn't distract me. See, that, that, that is one. So therefore... The movie served its purpose. Okay. Well, there, there's a bit in that. The the dealer guy, when he gets put into the robot suit, the bad version of Robocop, basically, uh, his missus feels the robot dick and goes, I could get used to it or something like that, or I'll Ooh. have to get used to it. She says I've not, along those lines. Despite the fact that I've played this movie close to a hundred times, I've never sat down and watched it. Shocking! <laughs> Did your pa- your parents must have known that that was your shagging movie? They must. Have, I don't know. They must have been like, "Wow, they really love that movie." I have gull- <laughs> I have gullible parents. Fuck's sake! <laughs> See, I just varied my movies. I wasn't stupid. But we'd found the perfect movie for it. So why then experiment and potentially have things go awry? Because, like. Plain and simple, it should be a bit, oh, am I going to get caught? <laughs> but, I mean, like, we didn't have it on, like, a hundred volume. 
We just had it loud <laughs> enough to like. See, if you had it on a hundred volume, that's that would be a case of them coming through to go. What the fuck is this so loud for? Uh, I'm balls deep right now. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, we should maybe drag ourselves back to Slither. Yes, I I've not fucked when Slither's been on. No, neither have I. Um, we can, I we can't can... say that about the faculty, though. Oh, well, we're going to be talking about the faculty in a few weeks' time. I'll save it for that. So save your shagging stories for, for that. Okay. You know that one as well. Oh, no! <laughs> By the way, Nico, how much clothes do you have on right now? Have a guess. I don't want to. Anyways, have, moving on. Have a guess. No, on, I, don't want, guess. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'd regret no. asking the question. Are you picturing me naked right no, now? No, I am absolutely. I'm picturing Robocop. <laughs> Robot penis. <laughs> <laughs> Where the fuck is this going today? I just in my head pictured, you know, that uh, Tom Savini with the robot cock. Like, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, anyways <coughs> excuse uh, me so there are a few really gooey moments and icky scenes in this film what's like the scene that stands out for you the bath scene is it the bath scene i wonder fucking why you pervert no because genuinely i get pissed off at the bath scene why does it just not go under the water and then just you you just you where where would where do you want to finish that thought? It, well, it, 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 it would be a body taken over, would it? Wow. Wow. So you would like it to enter her vaginally? Well, there's there's two orifices there. <laughs> I already mentioned an asshole. You, you, of course you go straight to the vagina. We all have assholes. I didn't say anything about the vagina. We all have assholes. It would have worked on anyone. Didn't it be male or female? Oh, anyways. Um, listen, like, the bath scene, and not just the bath scene, there's there's absolute loads and loads of scenes in this that are just massive homages to other horror movies. Um, you know, we're, we talked about the invasion of the body snatchers. Pretty much the entire plot is a, is a homage to Night of the Creeps. There's Elm Street... Uh, references in there there's the thing reference like there's there's absolute tons like you could sit in an almost every other scene you'd pick something and be like oh yeah that's in reference to something else yeah which i kind of like i do like that i like those sorts of easter eggs and films we've kind of talked about that doing some of our previous previous films as well that I, i'm a big fan of that sort of thing but james gunn's famous for doing that shit yeah well here we go then so since we're on the the topic of James Gunn, what's your favorite James Gunn film? Oh, I don't know actually. I never thought of it. What's yours? Um, I should have probably thought of an answer before I asked the question. Really, shouldn't I? Because <laughs> uh, well, there's a, there's a few I like. Because I like Guardians of the Galaxy. I like Suicide Squad. You know, I, I like think... all those. But I also like Brightburn as well. Like that one where it's an evil version of Superman. I just fucking love that. He didn't direct that though. Did he not? No. I thought he did that one. I'm pretty sure he didn't. Let me just double check. Um, Elizabeth Banks is in that. 
Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd just... it's di- it's uh, directed by David Yarovsky. It was written by Brian and Mark Gunn, so maybe that's what you're thinking. Oh, okay. So I've probably got a few of them mixed up then. Um, I would probably go for Guardians as well, um, despite the fact that Chris Pratt is a Pratt. Um, I would probably have to say Guardians too. Guardians too. A Guardians as well. Oh. Two as in T double uh T double O. I thought you meant as in, you know. The one with Kurt Russell. Yeah. No. I quite like the one with Kurt Russell. I don't I don't dislike it. I just think the first one's better. Mm. I've but not I seen know Peacekeeper the, yet, by the I way. It's that, meant to be good. The what? I've not seen Peace no no Peacekeeper, Peacemaker. What's fucking John Cena's character called again? Yeah, it's Peacemaker, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've, I've not still, seen that TV show yet. It's I've still not seen the Suicide Squad. Really? Nope. I liked it. Uh, you know what, right? I'm kind of just over superhero movies right now. <laughs> but it, that one's like a fucking stupid one, so if you know what I mean. Listen, there's only, it's... you know, as well as I do, there's only one reason why I would watch Suicide Squad, and it ain't John Cena. Well, is it to perv on a certain young lady? Idris Elba. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Anyways, back to Slither. Right. I feel so, like yeah. we've been talking for 32 minutes and we've talked about Slither for probably the two minutes. Uh, I know. Which says a lot. I think that does say a lot about the movie. We keep getting sidetracked. I blame you. Me? Yeah. Why? Why me? Because it's always your fault. Why is it always my fault? Because we established this last time. I hope our listeners do enjoy just hearing us argue with each other every single week. <laughs> Answers on a postcard, please. Uh... <laughs> um... So yeah, the, the ones that... The, so you, my answer is probably Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> We're still talking it's... about that. <laughs> I thought you asked me first and I never answered, I just realised. So yeah, I, well for once, Nico, we're in agreement. I would probably go for Guardians as well. See, I would go for the second one. Oh, would you go for the second one? Of course you would, just to be fucking different, wouldn't you? No, because I love Kurt Russell. I think he plays Ego brilliantly. I love Kurt Russell as well. Of course we love Kurt Russell. It's Kurt fucking Russell. Exactly. And plus it sets up... Uh... What's his name? Adam Warlock. Mm-hmm. So, that's all, kid. There you go. Anyways, um, what else do you, what else do you want to talk about with, with regards to Slivers? I'll let you have the floor for a second if there's anything specific that you want to talk about this film. The problem with this, like, I, like, well, sorry, I just said that and then went on a, went to go talk, so. <laughs> Nico, what do you want to talk about with Slither? See, I, I quite like Elizabeth Banks in this. Because, right, like, if, I don't remember a movie before this where she's been the actual lead. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That I actually sat down and watched and enjoyed. And in this, she was pretty good in it. I liked it. I think she was pretty solid in this. Like, I, um, she she's she's perfectly fine. Like, she's I think she's relatively inoffensive. I don't think her performance is incredible, but I think it's fine for the role that that you know she's she's playing. Yeah, I think she she sits that role very well. You know the the high school sweetheart that's grown up. I mm-hmm. think she 
suits that really good actually she kind of suits the whole sort of girl next door thing doesn't she yeah and she she can turn it both ways she can play it cutesy and slightly sexy or she can play it cutesy and slightly funny yeah she can mainly play it cutesy so No, I think I think you're right. I think she's perfectly fine in this. That's the thing. Like, I think all of them are perfectly fine. I think Phil- Nathan Fillion's fine, although he's a very questionable accent. Um, yeah, it keeps coming and going as well. It's like, what accent is he actually trying to do? Well, we're like, obviously, do we ever get a more sort of def- def- definition of where this is supposed to take place? Because, like, Elizabeth Banks, right? She's from Massachusetts, right? So she's she's from that sort of neck of the woods. Nathan Fillion, of course, is Canadian, so he maybe just like had a bit of a tougher time putting the accent on. But his accent is not good. Yeah. Also, how little would I don't know? Like, I would love, I would hate to live in a town like this, just full of fucking gun-toting rednecks. I'm pretty sure I'd fit in alright. I think you'd fit in just fucking fine. That's why. That's why I. <laughs> Slightly altered my question there because I think you'd fit in fine. Hey, I, I I don't mind shooting a gun at stuff, and I I don't mind drinking moonshine, so I'm fine. Do you mind getting uh, alien worms up your uh, rectum? Well, we've established they won't go for your rectum, which upset me slightly. They might go for like, they might go for the people. They they might go for what the people. <laughs> The people. The people. <laughs> the people. What well, are they, are are they going to be moving a slider and peeping at somebody? <laughs> <laughs> oh, honestly, I think this this could be our worst episode yet. <laughs> are Are you trying to say they might slither up your peepee? Slither up your peepee. There you go. Did you like a, a reference to this other part there too? No, I'm just going to pretend that it never happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I have to say, right, the scene where she's in like the big fat suit, yes. I kind of love that scene. <laughs> I knew you would. I'm it's... fucking... And you, I, when I was rewatching this, I'm like, this is the bit that he's gonna love. Like, it's it's funny. It's it, you know what it reminded me of. You know, Blade. Uh, yes. Pearl. Yes, is it, it Pearl? Did. Yeah. It reminded me from uh, of, of Pearl from Blade. Except a farter version. <laughs> Except a farter version. But no, yeah, there's there's aspects of like the story of the alien in this that I kind of like. Like some people, it just kills and they, they eat some people it uses as sort of like zombies some people they, they, they impregnate like i like that there's that sort of layer of the alien like it's not just a case of people become an alien you get the parasite and then you go and kill people uh, it's not like it's just a high mind there's a queen and all everything surrounds yeah. it but it's I do sort also... of like that but it's like they've got generals just underneath them it's yeah. quite cool and i do also like the fact that a lot of them take on the grant personality as well yeah, I love the fact that Grant can talk to her through people. Like yeah. that that's so and I love the fact that it's like, I love you, that's why I didn't make you a big fat heifer exploding the worms. <laughs> so question, right? Yeah. Do you think that Grant is dead as soon as he gets uh infected? 
No, I think it evolves in him and he becomes like, it's like a hybrid between him and the alien. So you think that he's kind of like fighting it in the beginning? No, I don't. I think he embraces it fully and that's why he gets slight control, but not fully. Interesting, interesting. Well, sorry to burst your bubble, but James Gunn did reveal in an interview that he died as soon as he was infected. Oh, so it's just because she was the first one he shagged and so he became like the humanoid. Result- his, his words, the, the resulting entity retained much of his personality. So, like, it's like it took him over and it was it was imprinted, like, on the... It was almost like muscle memory, I guess. Mm, see, I would have preferred the whole... Yeah, he was, like, sort of, like, partially, like, symbiotic, you know? Yeah, like, I think... I know what you're saying. Like, I would have preferred it that he was, like, trying to fight it. Because there's a couple of times where just after he's been affected i think like it's the one in the shower where he like is going to go and like attack her and then stops himself uh. so i kind of like that aspect of oh well he's still in there he's fighting it because there's it's a bit ambiguous about how shit how bad a guy grant actually is in the beginning uh. because there's a couple of really awkward scenes where he's trying to, you know, shag his wife and she's not really feeling it and he kind of takes the half and there's also sort of suggestions that, you know, she's only with him for money and, he, and yeah. like, he's significantly older than her. Um, he he rejects Brenda's advances on him initially, yeah. like, initially when she tries to, to have a little fumble in the woods. He rejects that, stating his loyalty to Starla as the reason. Yeah. So it's a, for me like do, do you think he is like just a shitty guy? See, I'm not 100% certain with this cuz right in in my opinion he he's a bit of a fucking knobhead who blatantly is like fucking one of those old fashioned though I control my wife sort of thing. But on the flip side of it he's like trying to win her over when he's still infected it's fucking weird it's so, it's bizarre yeah so it's a like as you said it's like that whole lovable dickhead he's he's that asshole mate you know is fucking a bit weird he, he's yondu from guardians oh yeah he just <laughs> plays the same character in different form does he yeah essentially um so yeah that's uh that's I don't really have anything else to talk about with this film. I don't know about you. Is there other aspects that you want to talk about? So is the fat suit bit your favourite scene of it? I would probably say so, yeah. And what's your favourite kill? Well it's difficult because not all of them are kills, some of them are just people getting infected. Um I'd probably Hmm, what's my favourite kill? That's kind See, of... mine's is that one split straight down the middle. I thought that was cool. Yeah, because that's also the moment where you realise, oh fuck, this... Because like, up until that point, you think it's just this slow-moving, like, lumbering big lump of an alien. And you're yeah. kind of like, how's this... Go- how's, how's it going to go from here? And then it kind of takes a bit of a twist, doesn't it? Yeah. So, so he, did... he, he's like a big version of the snail, and then all of a sudden, he's like, fuck yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna cut you in two and uh, you're done yeah i think i think i'd probably have to say that as well then (laughs) 
<laughs> I think I'll have probably said that as well. Okay then. No, you, I don't. I just don't. I, I don't think like other things like the. There's people getting infected. There's obviously some of the worms getting killed. I think at one point someone uses like a curling iron to burn a worm to death. They also like spit acid. Yeah. Which we haven't even talked about. Like that comes out of fucking nowhere. It does because they kill that policewoman with it. Is it? Is it Hooper? Oh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And then that's pretty much it. And then we get like another couple of instances where, like, various zombies... Do we call them zombies? I don't know. Um, like spit acid at them, and it's it just feels to me like it's an idea that was like they kind of threw that in last minute. It was just like, oh yeah, we've got this. Oh, and and yeah, they can they can spit vomit. Uh, spit acid. Yeah. But, no. like, that's the thing. See the, the whole spitting acid? It's just the, like, zombie type that do it as well, really. Yeah. Like, it's, it's fucking weird. It is weird. It is weird. Anyways. Uh, last call, then, for you, Nico. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, not really. Okay. We're, we might actually, because for, for weeks now, I've been trying my hardest to sort of not streamline the episodes, but try and keep us to a certain time scale. <laughs> and it's safe to say that I've been failing pretty miserably at that. Yes, yes you have. But uh, we we might actually do it this week. So, with all that being said, we shall move on to our next segment, and we shall talk about some trivia. I'm sure if we bashed your head in, all sorts of secrets would come tumbling out. Most of the trivia I've already talked about, so this is going to be a short segment this week. This movie, this actually quite surprised me. This movie, according to IMDb, had a budget of $15 million. Really? Which is significantly higher than I thought it was going to be. I, I didn't think it would be that much, to be honest. No, I thought it would, I thought it would maybe be like a third of that. Like five mil max. No. Uh. But no, fifty million engrossed worldwide, and this is why we'll never get a sequel. Twelve point eight million, so it made a loss. Yeah, it made a loss. So, um, that's what happens when you spend fifteen million. Like, I feel like, I feel like this movie was a bit of a risk spending all that money, and I don't mm. think the the finished article was never ever going to be like the next great blockbuster movie. Not everyone was going to be rushing out to see Slither. And yeah, to spend it, that it money, feels like it was rushed. It feels like it was just like pushed through really quick. Yeah, and to spend that sort of money on it just feels feels like that was just a stupid decision. Like, did this come out round about the same time as the faculty? Uh, the, no, faculty was out. Slither was two thousand six. Faculty was like ninety nine, I think. Yeah, because I was um, just thinking maybe it was rushed through because there was something similar coming uh, through. The faculty was ninety eight, so the faculty was eight years before this, and far superior. And far superior. Um, Michael Rooker, in that scene where you know he gets like the long wobbly arm, the yeah. floppy arm. Yeah, we I never actually... talked about that. That's what I was going to talk about. Oh, good then. Talk about it. Talk about it. So how handy would that be, having a wobbly arm like that? <laughs> For like, what? Could you imagine a bitch slapping fuck with it? It'd be fucking amazing. <laughs> like, I you're like, that would be so handy. Your one example of how it would be handy is just to bitch slap people. No, but like, fucking, it would just be like, <laughs> it's like a fucking rubber man, baby. Fuck <laughs> it, you know? <laughs> 
Anyways, in that it reminds me of that Mr. Soft armor. Mr. <laughs> in that scene, he actually dislocated his shoulder. Fuck off. Um, but there was loads of shots he didn't done that day, so he didn't actually tell anyone until the end of the day. But he <gasps> dislocated his shoulder like right at the start of the day and just continued with a dislocated shoulder all day. Fuck that. So Michael Rooker, hard as nails. Hi. How often? How often? Because that, I certainly wouldn't have done that. Um, just to repeat a couple of the things we've done. Obviously, Rob Zombie is the voice of the Doctor that's talking to the to Starla on the phone. We've established... It's established that Grant is wealthy and is actively worried about other men showing an interest in his wife. He has a controlling side that is definitely inching towards the wrong side of turning ugly, but when given the chance to sleep with Brenner refuses or advances, James Gunn revealed that Grant died soon as he was infected, but the resulting entity retained much of his personality, including his genuine love for Starla. A couple of other things. So, James Gunn, in order to get people to understand certain aspects of this movie and what you wanted, found it necessary to explain to the crew what bukkake means. What's that like? I fucking knew you were going to ask me that. You know fine well what that is. I don't know. I've I've, I've genuinely no idea. I've I've just realised I've just made a mistake. (laughs) What? Well, I'm trying to find like a dictionary definition, and I just so I've just googled bukake. <laughs> oh, listeners, I would love to see his screen right now. Uh, according, so according to the dictionary, bukake <laughs> is a type of sexual activity in which several men ejaculate on another person. So, why is it necessary to explain that to the crew? I don't know. I don't know. Gunn found it necessarily to explain to the crew what Bukaki means, as no one seems to get the reference. I don't remember. How could nobody get the like? I don't remember. I don't is. remember ex- lots of explosions on people's faces. Not see, yeah, that's just fucking weird. Eh? Um, finally, maybe he was just wanting the slither, like the goo that comes off him to look like that or something. Oh no! Anyways, finally. Um, the original title of this film, and this is fucking hilarious, was Wiggle. <laughs> do, 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 do. The produ- <laughs> Wiggle. <laughs> <laughs> the producers requested it be changed to Slither because it sounded more threatening. I, I don't know. I would not mind it if you Wiggle. <laughs> I, I think they made the right choice in changing it to Slither. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> Anyways, do you have do you happen to have any pieces of trivia floating around in your noodle? Uh I just can't get my head off with the wiggle thing now. <laughs> oh well it's taking your mind off Bukaki. <laughs> What's Bukaki again? No, I've explained it, guys. You need to rewind it. Anyways <laughs> Let's move on to our next what? Before we do, what's your favourite, like, reference? Because you mentioned oh, there's a few references I thought you were going to ask me what's my favourite, like, Bukake scene. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second question. But, um, yeah. I actually think uh, it's... My, uh, there's a reference in here to the, to society where, uh, and it's quite near the end, where the body gets absorbed into um, the, 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 the alien grant. And it reminds yeah. me, it's a, it's an homage to the shunting scene in society. I think that's probably my favourite reference. Really, you? I thought it would 
I thought it would have been the mirror was your one. No, that's that's that that's my one. What's your favorite? That that is my one, but you oh, said okay. uh, that's why I was like surprised that it was that. To be honest. Well, there you go. I'm full of surprises. Yeah, you did shock me with that. To be honest. Right, let's move that's on. Just to you ne- being a big thing fan. That just automatically assumed, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on to our next segment. We're talking about the ratings and the reviews. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. As always, we'll start off with the critic scores. IMDb scored this movie a 6.5 out of 10. Metacritic scored it a 6.9. Here's the kicker. The Rotten Tomatoes critics scored this 87% fresh. What? 87%. That's mental. The Rotten Tomatoes audience scored at 63%. Critics' consensus, a slimy B-movie homage oozing with affection for low-budget horror films. Slither is creepy and funny if you've got the stomach for it. So, um, this is one of the last things that I want to talk about before we get into the listeners and some of the other stuff. People go on about this film being gooey and icky and being disgusting and horrible and blah, blah, blah. And, and it is all those things. However... Really not. It's really not is what I was about to say. You took the words right out of my mouth. You, Must have been while you were kissing me. If you, wow, if you want to go and watch gooey, sticky, icky, disgusting horror films, I have got a list of movies you can watch. And these aren't even like the really depraved stuff. You know, we're not talking about some of that, you know, we're not even talking Serbian film here, which is still not even at that top end of really depraved stuff, you know, but if you want some more sort of mainstream stuff, go watch The Thing. That's more gory and disturbing than this film. Go watch anything by fucking Rob Zombie. Go watch The Human Centipede 2. Go watch Saw or Raw or uh, Martyrs or Inside or the fucking Evil Dead remake or... uh, audition go watch the 45 seconds of event horizon where everyone's having pure mad blood orgies you know and i spit on your grave and last house on the left and green inferno and all those sorts of things like there's so many like that is not something you can really level at this film with any seriousness yeah i think i gave enough examples yeah do, like do you... every every time I was thinking of an example you were saying, I'm like, fuck you, fuck yeah. you. Any other examples <laughs> that you can think of though that I didn't mention? That are gory, not off the top of my head, to be honest. Like You love a bit of gore. I do. But uh like I know it sounds stupid, but I find like Jennifer's body is more gory than this, that puking scene. You know what I mean? That's that, someone like that is more gory than for this is. Yeah. And in that's not gory either you know what i mean it's it's more like the way that they say it's gory it's it's not that but that no and don't get me wrong it's got its scenes but you know i didn't come out of this movie thinking oh what a fucking gore fest that was yeah it's, it's not like your texas chainsaw mosca where there's blood bursting everywhere you know what i mean yeah. anyways we also threw out to you guys the listeners asking for your scores to uh to threads across our social medias on average the listeners gave this a 6.9 nice out of 10 uh and some of you and here are just a few of your thoughts us monsters and me says much better than i expected based on the poster 8 out of 10 i actually think the posters to this movie are pretty good 
But there was a couple of people making comments about the posters kind of didn't really give them much confidence about the film. I don't remember the posters for it, though. I'll, I'll send you them. I'll send you them once we're done. I remember. Um, is there not one in a... In the, like, I, there's I a bathtub. Like they're they're both yeah. essentially based around the bathtub. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. Sort of it. Like, it just sounds like I'm constantly going about the bathtub scene, but uh, we never even touched on it. Uh-huh. That's the worst bit. Uh-huh. But uh, yeah, I'm sure there's one where it's like, are they not crawling into the tub or out of the tub or yeah. something along that yeah. line? Yeah, you're yeah. right. Uh, anyways... Yeah. The Porn Stash podcast, I think a six and a half to seven is good for this one. Funny, gory, it's good but not great. Christine Yamat 2 says definitely an eight. That movie was just B-horror goodness. Crispy Bits says I watched it and barely remembered it, so four or five maybe. Didn't make an impression with any particular imaginative story hooks or memorable scenes. Bad Poet Society says I'd say a seven. Special effects in the story is fantastic, but the acting is so-so. Elaine McKay gives it a seven. It's fun and icky movie that I think doesn't take itself too seriously. Friend of the show, Boomer. Very solid six and a half out of ten. It's a loving homage to old school body horror with enough originality to be its own thing. It's icky and fun. What more could you ask for in a film like this? And finally, the Friday the 13th horror podcast. Love that podcast. Eight out of ten. So good with comedic gold and solid characters. Thank you to everyone who sent us in your thoughts and opinions. We really appreciate it. And all that leaves then is for us to give our scores. So Nico, on a scale of zero to ten, what are you rating Slither? I'll give this a 7.5. 7.5. So, and uh, well, I'll let you justify yourself first. So, yeah, I, I'm giving it a 7.5 because it's not the best acted. So, like, but I think it's deliberately done that way. So I, I didn't really deduct points for it, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. it, it, feel, it feels like they're playing up on that. It, it, it feels like they wanted this to be a B-movie. It feels... This feels like they were trying to just basically go... Like, the movie that's in it is The Toxic Avengers. I think that's so bad it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it feels like it's trying to be like that. Everyone knew Toxic Avengers was going to be a piece of shit, but they were working to make it look like a funny piece of shit. And that's what this is. And it just... It's there are better versions of this type of story, and I have a problem with the them not using every orifice. But apart from that, yeah, that's it's <laughs> it's not the best, it's not the worst. Yeah, um, I knew I knew before we came into this that you would score this higher than me. Yeah, like I just this this it feels very much more like this is just your thing more than it's my thing. Yeah. Right? So I knew, I actually half thought that you might even sneak that one up to like an eight. But, no, because um, well, it, was, it was almost, a, a, see, before I rewatched it, I'm like, this is going to be a solid six movie, you know, because that's what I remembered it. And I'm like, I'm going to take it off because it's shit. But yeah. like, like the scene where she's pulling it out of her throat, she's like, well, the, she's the only one that manages to do that, you know yeah. what I mean? And it's, it's, that's the only bit that I could think would be slightly gooey, but. In that scene, you're you're you actually do gasp and fucking lean forward, like come on, get it, to, you know. Yeah. And and it's it's just like there is parts of it that are really good. Yeah. Uh, I think this. I think this is a fine film. I think this is very much a popcorn film. As as you have said, um, you know, it's it's something you can throw on, not really use too much brain power over. 
So I I I I would tend to agree with you with a lot. I just think there are other films out there that have done this better in almost every way. So for me, I can't give this like too high a rating, but I don't want to give it too low a rating as well because I do still think there's value in watching it. Um, so I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. Okay, that's more of what I thought you were going to give it. Um, no, but I, I still think this is fine. Like, I don't think this is bad. I think this is still fun. So yeah, I think 6 out of 10 is probably, probably about right. Uh. Anyways. All of our scores, combined with the critic scores, gives Slither an average score of 7 out of 10 and puts it, it's it's tied for 14th on the leaderboard. Okay. So you're pretty much spot on. Yeah. I said between 15 and 10 and then I was like, mm, I don't know if it'll make that, but it did. I was surprised. Uh, tied with the same score as Dr. Sleep, one place above Krampus, one place below Child's Play. Child's Play is so done dirty by the critics. What? Child's Play, the original Child's Play. To oh, be that's all right. I thought, I thought you were talking about the other one there for a second. Oh, no. The original Child's Play, to be there, tied for, uh, to, to be there in 13th place, you know, with Slither just point one behind it, definitely done dirty by the critics. Yeah. Anyways. I, I, I understand it, but th- this is just, it is a fun movie, and that's why I couldn't score it too low, because I know I'm saying it's like feels like it's average, but it's it's above average for me, and it is just. I think for me, yeah, I would agree with that. I think the casting, some of the effects, um, you know, I think all that means like it does have good production value. I think all of that means you know it's above average. Yeah, like the CGI definitely I took a point off for that because that was fucking awful. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that. Right, we'll move on to our final segment for today, and it is the return of the bad Letterboxd reviews. Um, This is where I troll the movie review site Letterboxd to find some of the wackier and slightly more, hopefully, amusing reviews on there. There's no trivia challenge this week, obviously. It's just the two of us, me and Nico, and we've already done trivia challenges, but it will be back next week. I'll talk a little bit more about that at the end of the show. Well, Um, I've got a surprise for you, Ian. What? I've, I've, no, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> See, just for that, I'm going to surprise you right now. <laughs> hey, you made me do too. I could have actually been that mean. Yeah, and I would have just ended the episode right here. <laughs> <laughs> and this was the final podcast. You're just, you're just, you're still salty because who's, who's at the top of the leaderboard? I, I think it's that dude that like made up the quiz in the first place, is it not? That'd be me. Oh yeah, that would be it, would it? Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I'm top of the leader. Well, I'm top of the over. Obviously, we're not in- including ourselves in the final leaderboard. So technically, David's top of the leaderboard. Yes, but you you love rubbing it in everyone's faces that you're number one. I am number one. You're right. But Same here's the me. thing: you got the easiest quiz. I did it over the space of false. We were doing what, the podcast. Uh, what number am I? Uh, you're a big steaming pile of number one thank you thank you <laughs> anyways yes let's get into some of these letterbox reviews uh this person like just i deserve an apology <laughs> why 
I don't know, they obviously didn't like it. Uh, my life was so much better before seeing this. <laughs> this film ruined their lives, Nico. See, see, what was the movie? Somebody said that to me about a movie, and I was just like, really? I think it was like Willow or something like that. Oh, something wow! Weird, you know? <laughs> I'm like, really? Uh, here's someone who pretty much agrees with us. And here I thought Michael Rooker was playing a character in Guardians of the Galaxy. But now I know he's just been playing himself this whole time. Yeah. I blame the barn scene for my irrational fear of skin. <laughs> Imagine being scared of skin. Why? Why? Be like, sorry for anyone out there who is afraid of skin, but that must that must be horrid. Their sex life must be shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Just uh, wrap yourselves in bin bin liners. <laughs> two days and two days. I'm pretty sure you get suits made of that. What the bin liner suit or skin suits? <laughs> well, we probably both nowadays. Yeah, There's that much freaks. Um, and two days after I watched this, I got appendicitis. Bravo. The movie didn't give you the fucking appendicitis. Maybe, maybe they, they think it did. Maybe they think it did. And finally, would I have alien sex with Michael Rooker? Yes. Would I assimilate into his blob monster? Yes. Melt me in. But. <laughs> Like, here's the thing. How would you like to go if you were one of the folk that was going in this? Would you like to be assimilated into, like, that of being absorbed into him? Or would you rather be one of the zombie things? Or how how would you want to go? I would shoot myself in the head. That's not an option. Before he either kills I get you. infected. He either kills you, infects you, or fucking you absorb him, or you're a zombie thing. Or Which would you prefer? Or you're impregnated. Exactly. That's a tough one. It's not. Oh, what's the answer then? Fucking get snapped in two by his fucking tail. You never said that was an option. <laughs> I did. I said or get killed by him. Well, obviously, that's the preferred option. I'm sitting there trying to choose between getting mouth fucked by a worm and. And being assimilated in his arse blob. <laughs> or being infected by him, swelled up to the size of a barn, and exploding with worms. Worms! Anyways, yes, uh, just being killed by him, obviously, you fucking obviously. freak. <laughs> I, th I thought that, but you, you have weird tastes sometimes. Not that weird! Well... Anyways, thank you to Letterbox for all your weird and wonderful views, and that's going to do it for this week's show. Up next, we have, you've heard us calling him the friend of the show for some time, uh, and he's just recently started up his own podcast called The Podcast in the Woods, which I highly recommend checking out. We've got Boomer coming on the show, uh, finally, and he's, he's picked a cracker. He's picked a cracker of a topic, Nico. I know. We're um, talking about Lost Boys The Tribe. The follow-up to the best horror movie ever. The Well, I would... I would uh, we have a leaderboard evidenting that that is not true. 
in my personal opinion, as the scores reflected that I gave it. It's you also the best. gave you, but you gave it the same score as the Omen. Also, what it, it, it's it's up there. I mean, don't, I'm not arguing that it's not a great film. It's just not the great film of all time. I would definitely say Lost Boys is the best horror film ever. You're wrong. <laughs> Anyways, one thing that we can both agree on is that Lost Boys, the tribe, we could have a contender for a new bottom of the leaderboard here. <laughs> Spoilers. No, come on. No one, every, no one thinks this is a good film. Hey, there was two more sequels. So, um, bottom of the leaderboard is Attack of the Herbals currently with a 2.4. And it is by, like, a long distance bottom of the leaderboard. Yes. It's got less than half the score of the movie above it. Yes. And so, if you're out there at home, let us know, predict, give us your predictions. Do you think that Lost Boys the Tribe will score lower overall than a 2.4 out of 10? Email us at podofthedamned at gmail.com. And Nico, I'll ask you when we start the episode next week. Okay. You've got a week, you've got some time to think think about it. I already know where I think this is going to go. Well, well, we'll keep that to ourselves. Well, just remember, you gave two points to Attack of the Herbals. I know. Two. Two whole fucking points. Two. I only gave it and... one. And even then, I'm considering going back and giving it a zero. <laughs> well, you can't now. It's locked. Mm. We'll maybe do like a, a review episode where we just go just back Just so you over, can change that. So we can go back over all our scores and give some alterations. Oh, I know what I would alter. What would you alter? I'll give you one guess. Is it, is it, what would you alter? Hold on. Uh, would, it, would it be Doctor Sleep? Oh no! Would that's, it be that's... The, the Child's Play remake? There you go, and I would give it less. <laughs> you only gave it a two. Exactly, and I would give it less. That's fine. I'll give Doctor Sleep a fucking zero. <laughs> uh, but then you can't alter Attack of the Herbals. Then see, so I win, win, win. It's a win, win for me. Thank you, Nico, for joining me again on this week's show. <laughs> Thank you for having me on again. <laughs> no, honestly, thank you very much, buddy, for joining me again. Cool. And it's been fun again. Of course, it's always fun. Thank you to you guys, the listeners. Join us next week where we're talking about Lost Boys the Tribe. We really appreciate every single download that you've given us. Uh, and until next week, you all stay spooky out there. <laughs>